Conversations, the radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to bring you the local experts who share their progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I am honored to bring these experts to you. In our studio this morning, we are welcoming back Nia Claire, activation coach and spiritual teacher. Nia and I have been working together for the last three years, and uh, she's been on our show a few different times, and we are really glad to have you back with us today, Nia. Thanks so much, Candy. I'm glad to be here, too. (laughs) We are here because we're going to do something completely different today, and we're very excited about it. So as I said, we have worked together for three years now since I purchased Natural Awakenings magazine, and uh, Nia has been my coach, and I have been able to maybe help her through a few things myself. Oh, you've been my coach too, for (laughs) sure, for sure. So we decided after having many conversations about what is happening in our world today, Mm -hmm. that we wanted to do something different, that we wanted to do something together to help people kind of move through this rather difficult time. Yeah, and and be able to also share in some of the delight that we have in our conversations together, because I know there are others of you who are having these conversations too. Exactly. And so how do we bring this out so that we can share together, we can explore together and find, find maybe some commonality so that we can move forward. So we decided to start a podcast together. (laughs) And the podcast is called Rounding the Corner. And so today, even though it's green tea conversations, we're actually going to teach, we're actually going to treat this like the podcast that we would be doing together. Yeah. And I'm so excited. This has been a long time coming and the timing feels so amazing. So I'm excited to be sharing this time with you here on Green Team Conversations. Well, thanks for being here. So let's get started. All right, let's do it. So why don't, why don't we talk a little bit about what rounding the corner really is? Yeah. So it was when we sat down to talk about this, we talked about ideas about what, what we were doing and thinking of names and names are the hardest thing. It's like trying to name your baby before they're born. Right. (laughs) So we're trying to think of this and we both kind of came to the same concept about what lies ahead that we can't yet see what is coming. We can feel it. I would, I would say that most of the people that I'm talking to are saying something's emerging, something's changing. The world is not the same as it was two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and it's happening more rapidly, this awareness that something's changing. And so even though we might not know what it is, what the end result will be, where the destination is, we can feel that something's pulling us forward. And I think the idea of rounding the corner is how do we continue to move forward and go and, and get past this place of, I don't know, I don't know if I'm willing to, let's just do it. Let's dive in and, and take this in a new direction. It really is. And we also talked about 
it's really kind of a time where for many, many years now, so many people have been on this path, have Mm -hmm. been on a spiritual path of really trying to uncover what's happening in their own lives. And we, we built up a lot of awareness around it. Mm -hmm. And so people are like, so much more aware today than they were before. Um, But this is also coming at us so, so quickly. This awareness is growing so quickly, but there has to be more to it. It isn't just about being aware. That's right. Well, I think, you know, the awareness is we, we had to first connect to ourselves, right? There's this piece about, Um, my trauma, my truth, who am I? What am I here for? That how many of us- What is my purpose? What is my purpose? Yeah. (laughs) So, and and we have professions and and entire sections of the library that are dedicated to these topics, right? So it's been a lot of self-awareness, connecting to self. And in many ways, we're experiencing something more collective, Yes. As a result of that awareness that we're not going at it alone. There's like something bigger emerging that if that it's kind of pushing us to move past the limitation of ourself and our own experience into something greater. And you know what, Nia? Hmm. I think it's just right around the corner. <laughs> I think it is right <laughs> around the corner. And, and it feels like that, doesn't it? And it does. It feels like we are moving into something that is bigger than we can hold in our minds. Yeah, exactly. So there's so many things that we can talk about. But first of all, I think we should like help people understand who we are a little bit better. And so I want to start with you. Okay. (laughs) Tell people about who you are and what you've been up to. Okay. So, well, I am, I'm an activation coach. And I'm also a spiritual teacher and a spiritual channel. And I'll break those down a little bit separate. So as a, I've been doing life coaching for the last eight years. Uh, and prior to that, I did executive coaching and organizational development within, within corporate, the corporate environment. Um, as an activation coach, what I focus on with my clients is helping them move from ideation and kind of mental machinations into clarity that allows them to move into the next action. It doesn't always mean the big actions. Sometimes it's, I'm just going to sit with this. But to make that choice is really, really critical to feeling powerful, to feeling clear, and to feeling aligned. And from that, anything is possible. And I love getting to do that work. The other thing that happened when I started exploring coaching is at the exact same time in my life, I um, opened up to some natural gifts that I have that I really didn't, I will tell you, I really didn't want them. Uh, I really (laughs) didn't want them. Um, But I channel spirit. Spirit moves uh, into my body and allows, and I, my body allows them to speak through my vocal cords, through my movement, um, which sounds really interesting. I'm like a human puppet or something, but <laughs> it really is much more than that. Uh, and it's been an amazing experience in learning how to work with spirit, work with the energy of God, of, of things that are greater than us. And to a lot of what I do is in my work is trust. 
to really trust and surrender what I'm getting all the time. So I, that's what I'm doing. And I work with people one-on-one. I also do groups. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And you have been doing that a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I highly, highly recommend people reach out to you. Uh, Nia is my channel, (laughs) my coach, uh, who I work with as well. Um, And so For others, I mean, a lot of people who listen to this, they've heard me speak about I'm a publisher and I work, uh, I have Natural Awakenings Magazine, I have this radio show, um, but I'm also a coach Mm -hmm. and I've been coaching for quite a few years now. I work typically with small businesses, small business owners to help them grow their business. And I also work with people who are going through different transitions in their life. And the reason I chose that is because everything in my life happened very, very early (laughs) in my life. So I had my son when I was 19 and he graduated from high school and I became an empty nester when I was 37. And I took care of my parents who both passed away before I turned 50. And I had transitions from being a dean of a community college into uh, becoming a a coach. And so there are all things that happen in my life that happened very, very early. And I think that some of those transitions I went through were to prepare me to help other people who are also going through those transitions. And through those transitions, I've had gained a lot of clarity in my life and um, have been able to help people who are going through it now Mm -hmm. as well to be able to see kind of what's on that other side of it. So it is one of my greatest joys is to work with people in transitions. I also uh, do a lot of work with corporations and have for many, many years doing training and development, organizational development. So the one thing that people will learn about Nia and I is that we believe we are twins. (laughs) Though there's a few years difference between us, <laughs> but whenever we say one thing of, oh, this has happened to me, inevitably it's happened to the others. So yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of commonalities in that, but rounding the corner for us mm-hmm. is really about how can we help other people who are just at that precipice of really seeing themselves taking that next step. We are in a just amazing time right now, an amazing time of transformation. And there are so many things that are happening. And so we want to delve into some really juicy topics. Yeah. And, and the juicy topics that we, we all are longing to really talk about, like we're talking about it between our ears all the time, the things we're thinking about, the things we're questioning that, often we're turning back on ourselves and it keeps us stuck. It keeps us from moving forward. And so one of the things that I know over the last year, Candy and I have made the commitment to each other to meet once a week. And when we were meeting once a week in the middle of COVID and all of this, what what ended up happening is we were able to keep moving. And in large part, it wasn't what Candy would, you know, say, I'm struggling with this, or I'd say I was struggling with this. It wasn't so much in the answers. It was in the exploration of what was going on that we were able to take bigger, bolder steps in our lives. And so we wanted to really create this space of action, of invitation um, to explore with us Mm -hmm. through our conversation. 
Exactly. So we have to go into a break right now. For people who want to learn more about what Nia does, you can contact her at niaclare.com. And that's N-E-A-C-L-A-R-E.com. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And we will be right back. Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings Magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're visiting with Nia Clare, activation coach and spiritual teacher, and my co-host on the podcast, Rounding the Corner, which airs very soon. Very soon. (laughs) This is actually the first airing of it. So just before the break, we were starting to talk about what are some of the topics that we're going to get into in today's podcast or for today's show. We wanted to start talking about comfort and discomfort. And one of the things that you'll experience when you listen to the podcast and when you join us for the podcast is Nia as an intuitive, as a spiritual teacher, uh, will bring to us insights that she gathers. And I am not a channel myself, but I am intuitive. And I think that's why we have such good conversations because you bring in this information and it sparks within me Mm -hmm. this knowing. And I'm like, and then we have this conversation about, oh my gosh, yes, this is totally making sense. And we're hearing it other places as well. Absolutely. And I think the way that we work is exponential. It's never just as simple as what I say or what you say. It's all, it always sparks something more. And that's one of the reasons I love getting a chance to talk with you because I never know what's going to happen. And (laughs) you guys, that's, you can expect that too, because no matter how much we plan, there will always be surprises for all of us. <laughs> so one of the uh, conversations we had around comfort and discomfort is you actually had. I had a channeled message a number of years ago. So it would have been um, spring of night uh, 2018. I think it was, no, it was 2017. Um, And I was channeling an ascended master called Melchizedek, who we don't need to go into that, but I'll put that in the show notes. I'll give you some information for that candy to add. Uh, Melchizedek is a teacher and he um, was sharing that there's a shift happening in how communication from spirit is coming through. And what what many people at the time and still talk about are these downloads or this information, kind of a nudge from spirit, or if you want to say a kick in the pants from spirit, like I got a kick in the pants, I need to do this. And he spoke to this saying that that doesn't really work for human beings. Human beings might feel a nudge and they might move a little bit, but nudges and pushes do not invite long-term willingness into action. What happens is there is a, um, a resistance that happens because change is uncomfortable. Transformation is uncomfortable. 
And he said, what is happening in the greater consciousness is up until, um, up until that point and up until now, I would say is we've viewed discomfort as a huge red flag. Like it literally sets off alarms in our, in our awareness. We go, Oh no, Oh no. And we, we stop. Something is happening. Right. And he said, what is going to happen and what is already emerging is this experience where comfort will become the red flag where we will, when we are too settled or too comfortable or too, um, too settled in our, in our ways, our ways of thinking, our ways of behaving, where we start to dismiss. And when we're comfortable, we also stop being really aware, mm-hmm. right? We, our awareness drops. And so he, he was speaking to this. He said, that is going to shift and we are going to seek out more discomfort and be more willing with that. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It, it's interesting to say we will seek it out. Yes. Because that is so opposite of what is ingrained in us, right? right. We don't, yeah. we are ingrained to want comfort. So to seek out discomfort mm-hmm. is an unusual concept. Yeah. But really, when you think about it, when you think about, you know, we had four years of having President Obama mm-hmm. as our president. Yes up until 2016. And I think that was a good indication of we became very comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, oh, everything is okay now. Mm -hmm. We have our first African-American president. Um, We must be over Mm -hmm. all of this, you know, all of the race issues that we've had. It must have now dissipated and Mm -hmm. gone away. And boy, have we been shown that that is not true. Yeah, that, that is, nothing has changed. And and it and that placation of of well, I'm okay. So if I'm okay, again getting back to that self-focus, I'm okay. I don't really need to prick up my awareness to the world around me. Right. And now over the last, you know, several years so many years now, it feels like, but especially the last. It's been now what, like a century? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it feels like a millennia yes. of, of going through this. And that's just COVID, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the last year, especially, we've had a lot of time to see what we couldn't see. What we, were what we weren't willing yeah, to see. Exactly. We weren't willing. It was, it wasn't necessary and our busyness, the busyness of our life, the continual stress, the continual self-focus, all of these things kept us in a state of, I'm just too busy to even look. Right. You know, and, and now. And yet this was a lived experience that is being had by millions among us. Yes. That we, as a white, myself as a white person, wasn't (laughs) seeing. Right. And now we have to see it. And now we have to see it. And the willingness is secondary. Right. Because it's, it's this wave. And when you look at after um, George Floyd was murdered, after we look at that, right. And, And we see that the impact of that globally, it was like a wave of what? Like it just a wave and then it hit again and again and again and, and triggered something so profound that it has not been able to go down again. 
No. And it won't. No. And it can't. It can't. It can't. We no. can't allow it to. No. No. And so it the willingness comes. The the courage comes in in riding that wave, in that, in that, in in the awareness. It it does begin to emerge, I think, but it's not comfortable. And it really hasn't taken that much time <laughs> from the inauguration that we just had to become very comfortable mm-hmm. up until just recently. Yes. When God forbid there's yep. been yet another, yes, another young black man who's been killed. Yes. So this is a conversation that we're going to continue to have. We're going to Absolutely. continue to talk about this discomfort and moving from the comfort to the discomfort and what that means. And I want to get into that more when we come back. But for people who want to learn more about what Nia does, visit her website at niaclare.com. And again, that's N-E-A-C-L-A-R-E.com or call 612-227-3854. To read the online version of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on Apple and Google Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we are visiting with Nia Clare, activation coach and spiritual teacher, and again, my co-host on Rounding the Corner podcast. Yes! <laughs> so just before the break, Nia, I we started talking about what has been happening a long time, but has really come into our purview in the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had mentioned just before the break mm-hmm. that, you know, it didn't take us long to start to get comfortable. It didn't take us long from the time of the inauguration to say, for many of us who are happy with the results of the election, yes. for us to go, okay, yeah. we can breathe, yes. right? We can, this feels more comfortable. This feels more like what I'm used to. And it kind of goes back. I mean, it really goes back to the message that you received. Yeah. Is that we have to continually move forward. And the, the way to think about this, Melchizedek went on to say, and I, I didn't talk about this, but the, if you think about what it feels like to get a kick in the butt, how many times have we been shocked into awareness and then went, no, 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 I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we back off, we back off, whether it's personal or, or collective communal, it doesn't matter. We back off of it. And so what, what Melchizedek said is imagine this continual support behind you as you move forward, it's going with you that moving backward is no longer an option, that you will never be able to retreat back to what was, you are continually moving forward. And so that's, I think what we're experiencing, even when we fall into the trappings, into the habit of comfort, 
and seeking comfort. Like, oh, it's going to be okay now. It's going to be okay now. Everything will go back to normal air quotes around that, right? That, that when something else comes up, we we're back right where we were and moving forward. We can no, we can't get back what we had because what we had was a false sense of comfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And things are happening so rapidly. Yes. It's happening so quickly one on top of the other. And it almost feels like, like we're going to get to the point of being exhausted. Yeah. You know, and when you think about that, when you think about what happens, what happens when you get exhausted? <laughs> what happens when your kids are on you and you're like, you're trying so hard to keep them in check and you're trying so hard and they keep on and on and on. And we get to the point of exhaustion and then we allow it. We put down our resistance. We say, okay. And it's almost like this is where we're headed now. Mm -hmm. We're at this point where people are so exhausted Mm -hmm. that the resistance may be letting go so that we can allow. And this is something that we hear a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've talked about it quite a few times on this show with different guests this year, with Matt Kahn and with Master Hong and with other people, um, with you, (laughs) (laughs) where it's really, you know, we have so much resistance to change. We want to seek that comfort. We want to be in what we know, but the change is inevitable. Yes. The change is going to happen whether we like it, whether we want it or not, it's going yep. to happen. Yep. And we cause ourselves, as Master Hong said, you know, we cause ourselves grief mm-hmm. by resisting it. We cause ourselves suffering by yeah. resisting it. So this is one of the things I think we're really getting into mm-hmm. now where people are starting to understand that no matter how much we want to resist this, no matter how much we want to believe it's something else, there's something else behind all of this yeah. and it will all eventually go away. Yeah. It's just not going to go away. No, it's not going to go away. And there's something in exhaustion that happens that is actually really beautiful if we allow it, which is surrender. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something so sacred in the act of total surrender. The problem is, is that we don't really surrender. We give up. Those are two very different things. So giving up or giving over, mm-hmm. right? So giving up is, I can't do this. I, it's not possible. This is too big. It's too much. And giving over and surrendering is, I can't do this alone. There has to be, I need help. I, I am willing, I just can't see how. And, and the how emerges. As somebody told I remember, the how's God's job, right? Or spirit's job. Like quit trying to figure out how. Let, mm-hmm. let, let inspiration come. Let somebody show up who just has the right information. Let somebody who... Um, maybe you're listening on a podcast or me, I get a ton of my inspiration too on NPR. I listen to NPR. Like all of a sudden I'll be listening. They'll have some great guest on. Or AM 950. Or AM 950. (laughs) Exactly. I listen there too. 
like when I get when I get those moments where just that right person seems to be speaking exactly to me, those are God moments. Those are spiritual moments that offer that that momentum that gets me through mm-hmm. that. But if we're not willing to surrender and we put the entire burden on ourselves, how can we possibly change the world ourselves? Right. What is the purpose? How many how many adults go? I don't know why. I should bother recycling or stop using plastic bottles. What am I going to, what difference will that make? Look how bad it is in the world. Right. And, and we, we stop holding a vision of, of something greater. We lose hope and we give up mm-hmm. instead of finding a way to just go. I, I don't need to understand and I'm willing it's such a good example. That's such a perfect example of it because, you know, when the whole recycling movement came out, they went to the schools, they went to the kids because the kids have hope. The kids have the ability to convince their family, to convince their parents to do it. And they were able to easily, quickly get this information out there. We never know how things are going to transpire, how things are going to happen but we don't need to know that no. because somebody, it will come. Mm-hmm. The information will come. And what we can do mm-hmm. as, a, as a collective, yes. right? Because this is no longer about, and I think this is something we've heard a lot this year, especially from our clients and that right. is, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what yeah. I'm supposed to be doing in this moment. And it has been a time yeah. where a lot of my clients and, and I know your clients yep. too, because we've talked about this, where people have kind of just taken a moment, have just kind of settled into what is happening a bit yep. and taken a breather. You and I yeah, have totally <laughs> have taken, taken a breather and to try to figure out what this all means. Yep. And it really is, you said this earlier, but it really is about moving from the individual mm-hmm. into the collective. Yep. And so... I don't need to, I don't need to get everybody behind me to do it. I just need to be willing to surrender myself. Yeah. And my surrender will merge together with all the other people who are willing to surrender. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's it, right? So it's simple, but it's not easy. (laughs) The simple piece is that we get it. Like we get it up in our heads. How many times, I mean, how many times even for ourselves do we go, oh, I totally get it, but I'm not going to do anything with it. You know, that's it. There's the willingness. Like I, mm, that's just going to be too much. I just can't possibly call my Senator. I just can't possibly reach out to my neighbor. I just can't possibly put myself in a state where I don't know the exact outcomes. Right. Because how is the outcome actually going to affect me? That's right. Right. I mean, this is what we're always talking about. And that's why when we're taking a look at things like systematic racism and what needs to change in order for that, in order for us to be able to make real strides in getting rid of uh, systematic racism is we are all going to have to change. Absolutely. We are all going to have to be willing mm-hmm. to do something different. We don't know what that is yet. And that's why it's scary. Right. What am I going to give up yep. in order for other people to be able to 
rise up in order for other people to be able, in order for things to become more fair. And that is, we don't even know what that means yet. Mm -hmm. We live in an abundant universe and we tell each other that we tell our clients that we we teach that. Right. And look at how many churches preach this. Like we live in abundance. God is abundant, right? And, And spirituality, we have this conversation. And yet when it comes time to treat each other equally and trust that there's enough, we go, I accept that. Yeah, except because maybe there not. might not be enough for me, <laughs> and and right now it's a the, the enough comes to power and agency. Mm-hmm. It's really about power, and it's not about money and abundance. It's that I don't know that I will have the same agency and power that I had before, and who wants to give that up? You think about right yesterday. Oh, I was listening to some some news because they were talking about there were there was a little blurb on um, all the workers doing uh, feedback about going back to the office. hundred percent don't want to go back full time and all of these things. And there, there are people who I um, don't want to go into the office. I want the flexibility to work from home, but I don't want to give up my office. (laughs) I don't want a hotel in a, in a office environment. I don't want to have a flex workspace in an office environment. I need my office. And that right there is exactly what we're talking about. It's it's the idea that I will lose something of perceived value and prestige. I will lose some level of power and agency if I move to something that is more collective. And that is that is from a spiritual perspective, a lot of teachers are talking about oneness and we're going to ascend and all of that. I'm like, I don't think we can do that. Right. One at a time. No. We cannot move to oneness individually. It is a collective experience to which we must all say, I am a part of, and I am also surrendering all that I am to be a part of this. And in that, I become more me. Mm -hmm. And that is a lot to take in and talk about uncomfortable. Talk about uncomfortable. (laughs) Talk about, that is a lot of change Mm -hmm. and it's going to require a lot of trust. Yes. And it's going to require us to see our world in a very different way. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we are going to be talking about on mm-hmm. Rounding the Corner every week on yes. the podcast. And we're going to continue that conversation on Clubhouse afterwards. Yay. So we'll do some live Clubhouse uh, for our listeners so that they can join and ask questions as well. But right now, I need to go into another quick break before we come back for our final section. So for people who want to learn more about what Nia does and to register for any of her upcoming classes that she has, or if you'd like to engage her in one-to-one coaching, you can contact her at niaclaire.com or call 612-227-3854. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations. 
where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings Magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Bravo, and today we're talking with Nia Clare, who is an activation coach, spiritual teacher, and co-host of our podcast yeah. called Rounding the Corner. Yes. So we have been talking about comfort and discomfort, and um, we were really getting into some the idea of when we're moving into this new time, Mm -hmm. what are we going to be willing to give up? What are we going to be willing to step into? How uncomfortable are we going to be willing to get? And I really, you know, it's interesting because we have all had practice at this. Mm -hmm. We've all been able to practice this many times in our life. And let me give you an example. There are things that each of us have had happen in our lives that we think, I can't believe this is happening. This is the worst thing in the world, (laughs) Yes, right? Uh This is the worst thing in the world. This is not at all what I had planned for my life. This is not at all what I wanted. Uh And yet it's happening. And when it happens, we don't know what it means, Uh but we eventually, after we you know, fight it and kick and scream and do everything and beg God not to let it happen. <laughs> and then when we get on the other side of it, inevitably, we always say, oh, now I get it. Now I see I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for all of those experiences that I had. That is right on, Candy. And you know, what is it? Hindsight's always 2020, right? Mm -hmm. We get to, we can always look back and go and piece it together. Whereas in the beginning, it just looks like a hodgepodge of emotional shrapnel. You know, (laughs) (laughs) this is a mess and I'm never going to get what I want. I'm never going to get what I envision. Things are not happening the way I want. Again, this brings us back to this whole piece about me. Mm-hmm. You know, and this, this self-focus is that if I can't see it, it can't be. Right. If I can't see it, I, everything's out of control. Everything's bad. Everything's un, unsettled. And yet there is divine operation. Everything is always working in forward motion. There is a forward motion to the universe, always forward, really not backward. It's just our mind that can travel back through our experience. Mm -hmm. And so it's really, it's really important that we keep that in mind. And what you were talking about, the fact that we've had this, wouldn't it be nice if we could just call that up and go, this has happened before. Let me think about how I responded. Yes. And we never do. (laughs) No, because it's shrapnel. We're being hit by something, right? And it always ends up in my experience And I've had some really difficult things happen. We've all had some really difficult things happen. And I've always seen on the other side, you see the beauty in what has happened. And that's, it's hard, hard to say that knowing that there are people who've gone through much worse things than I have Mm -hmm. and who are currently going through a lot of really bad things, but In this, what we're talking about with moving from self into the collective Mm -hmm. and moving from from having power over to sharing in and being able to have more equity, have more 
um, actually to have equity. To I'm have, not even going to say more. Exactly. Just, let's be equitable. Yes. Let's be equal. And in order for us to do that, it's going to mean that we have to really be comfortable getting uncomfortable. Absolutely. And, and let's hold that with, with the idea of abundance. Right. So we have not, so our mind can only be past focused. All that we can conceive and imagine is all that we've ever experienced. We cannot imagine really what we do not have some form or reference that allows us to project that forward. So whenever, so our mind is always working on past experience, Mm -hmm. right? Therefore, might there be things that we cannot yet imagine that are greater than we can Mm -hmm. hold? And how has that shown up in our life? We think about medicine. We think about, we think about the world. Think about technology. Think about technology. (laughs) Both of us are Gen Xers. So we're both Gen X. We're both we have grown up where calculators were a big deal. Digital watches. Scientific calculators. Scientific calculators. Really big deal. <laughs> really big deal. And they cost so much. And they were big, right? <laughs> and this was a big deal. And then, ooh, if you got a digital watch. Mm-hmm. Like, real, like, analog watches were, like, a, were still hot when I was in high school. You know, swatches, right? So, digital yeah. watches. And, and moving into CD players, CD players. Oh my God. Tapes. So we've moved, we've moved light years, light years in the last 20 years. And in the last five years, more than we could have even imagined we are doing, we are now having conversations with several companies about how we're going to go back to the moon and send people to the moon. Like on right. vacation. Yeah, on vacation. Let's go. <laughs> it's not maybe talk about equity relating to that later. But these are, this is what's possible, right? The possibilities grow through us and they emerge and they're new for all of us. Yes. And there's so much more. There's more. so much more that we have no idea. I mean, who could have thought of most of the things that we have right now? Exactly. Who could have even imagined it? Air fryers. How many of you have an air fryer? Like, seriously, <laughs> how, think about it. And I know so many people are so excited. I know it's a dumb thing, but we have. We it's have... not a dumb thing. <laughs> it is the best thing ever. <laughs> but. But it's really true. We don't we don't know yet mm-hmm. what is possible. Mm-hmm. And if we continue to hold on to what we want our life to look like, yeah. because right now I'm comfortable. Yeah. It may not be everything that I've ever wanted out of life. It may not have been everything I ever thought I could have. But you know what? I'm comfortable. Yes. Where what could happen mm-hmm. actually if we surrendered to this? Yes. If we said, you know what? I am willing. Who knows what can come up at this? Yes. This is something I, I, we're moving into it, whether we want to go kicking and screaming right. or if we want to go into this and go through it without the fear, without the discomfort. Yeah. And we can do that. That's right. We can do that together. Yes, we can do that together. And we and we can we can emerge into a entirely new way of being. This is just an example of what the podcast will look like 
if you join us on Rounding the Corner, please which you can, us. please join <laughs> us. And you can find out more by going to our website at roundingthecorner.com. And we will be having a new show every Thursday. Yes. And it will be published on the website until we can get picked up by all the other places. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But for now, that's where it will be. And we welcome you to join us and to ask questions, contact us. And really, let's move into this new time in a new way. And let's do it together. For people who want to learn more about what Nia does, visit niaclaire.com. And that's N-E-A-C-L-A-R-E.com. You've been listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And I am wishing for you a lovely day. Lovely day, 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 lovely day.